Hey everybody, it's Dennis O'Brien back on Let's Talk About It. We're here tonight with a guest who hasn't been on our show yet, I don't think. She is Chelsea Charrier. She is with CLIC. Chelsea, what's CLIC stand for? CLIC stands for the Commercially Licensed Cooperative Kitchen, and we are a merging food hub in Wyndham, Connecticut. I am so glad that I asked you to do that so I didn't mess it up. Sometimes <laughs> I, I mess up the acronyms. And I'm Susan Johnson here with Dennis O'Brien, my co-host, and we're thrilled to have you here, uh, Chelsea, to talk about Click and all the great stuff that Click does. And what an innovative thing it is to have Click here. And I just have to say, I, I, I can't... We have done such a great job here in this town, uh, having Click here, uh, supporting Click, and uh, in the region because Click is really regional and it's statewide. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just want to say one other thing about that: um, they tried to do one in New Haven and they couldn't do it, but we did it here first. <laughs> Not even with Yale support. Not even wow. with Yale support. Yale in the background, anyway. Exactly. It's a novel idea here in the Eastern Connecticut or uh, Connecticut New, New England region. It is, and it was wonderful. Phoebe started it, um, mm -hmm. and uh, she, uh, of course, teaches uh, some agricultural things at UConn. And, uh, but this was a concept she had worked on very, very hard. And let me just say, it is hard work to get something very brand new like this going. Absolutely. Yeah, it was kind of um, Phoebe was educating her students about sustainable food systems and there wasn't much to show or bring them to see in our in our area or region. And that's why Click was born to kind of, you know, um, walk the walk the talk. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So on Club Road, it used to be, I think, the Knights of Columbus. Yes. One time. Indeed, it did. A while ago, quite a while ago. How, Click has been in place now for what, since 2008 or nine. Well, the idea was born around then, but we didn't move into that the building, right. building until around 2015, 2016. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. Anyway, we were, you know, around when Phoebe was, came up with the idea. We had her on the show a couple times, probably two, twice anyway. And uh, I thought it was amazing, you know, what she put together. I mean, we've seen people do other things like that, but it's not easy. No. And and we've been involved in things like that ourselves, and uh, tangentially, if not uh, directly, although I did start the girls' softball program in Willimantic for Little League 40 years ago. Holy cow. And that was when I, you know, this Little League guy came to me and said, we had a daughter who was 13. She had played Little League baseball. And he says, you know, we could have a softball program for Little League. I said, gee, I didn't know that. <laughs> I played Little League back in New Britain back in the 50s. I did not know they had, you know, the uh, capacity to do girls softball. And I was just thrilled. And it was, uh, I did initiate that. It was, it was, it was probably an easier easier <laughs> thing to do than what Phoebe did. But you know what? It wasn't that easy. Yeah, I it believe it. You, you always have to get help. Yes. And you have to be somebody who's good at getting people to help and selling the idea and you know, getting people to give their time. And I'll say this, uh, uh, Chelsea, back then, uh, having been involved in, in politics and, and all kinds of things here for over 40 years, it, it was easier to get people to volunteer back then mm. than, it, than it has been ever since uh, your era, the IT era, you know, computers and you know, 6,000 channels on television, whether you use you know, whatever, however, however way you get it through Netflix well, yeah. or Google. I, I just want to say, you know, this is a, such an innovative program, and one of the reasons we invited uh, 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 Chelsea here is to talk about how uh, Click is doing all these different things, and one of the things that it's doing is it's expanding its composting program, and that was in the Willamette Chronicle back on August seventh, and that's when I gave Click a call. I said, hey, do you want to come and talk about the composting program? Because that's something that people here uh, have been talking about for the last couple of years, trying to work on how do we do composting here. And I know that we've passed some composting uh, legislation last year. Mm. Uh, Representative Jamie Foster uh, put together something that's really quite innovative for farm composting, mm. and that generates uh, energy as well for the, for the farms. And so I thought this would be a great show, plus you're raising money this time so yes wanted to make sure that we got all that information in there yeah. uh, so we could start with why don't we start with a little bit about the fundraiser and the deadlines and then we'll go into the composting and then from there we'll go back over the over all the fundraising stuff sound good yeah absolutely yeah, we go back over things like that because sometimes people tune in late 
Mm. Or, they, or they tune in early and, you know, they don't listen to the whole show. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. But if they hear you on the show and you're talking about composting, I'm sure they will stay with it. Tune in. Yeah. <laughs> they will. They'll I mean, it's a, it's a hot-button issue in so many areas mm-hmm. in our town. And, of course, we all want to finally get to that point where we're all composting. But Absolutely. it's going to take a very, very... A lot of different angles from the top of the how we get the stuff composted mm-hmm. locally, training people, getting yep. the equipment so that it can be done in case somebody makes a mistake, all that kind of stuff. So, But, but let's start with the fundraising. Tell us about that. Yeah, so Sustainable CT um, has a match campaign where they're generously offering 1.5 to every dollar that we raise. Um, so one and a half. So we're looking to raise 6000 with the hope that Sustainable CT will match us for 9000 um, And that uh, initiative is to support um, us in our overall vision to expand our composting program. Um, and the hope is to have all community events like at Jilson or Third Thursday or different wonderful community events we have in Willimantic um, to participate in sustainable waste management. And um, also we have a program called our Waste Not Tents, which are at those events. And we're looking to support our um, that program as well. And um, it looks like purchasing new equipment, educating, educational uh, materials, and just increasing the capacity of taking that compost. So, a question about that waste not tent, because yeah. I wanted to make sure that we understand mm-hmm. what we are maybe throwing away or maybe not really properly recycling. What is a waste not tent? What, what goes in it? Yeah, so um, one of the terms we're using is waste diversion, so diverting our compost and recycling out of our landfill. So our waste not tents are at community events. They started, Wyndham Community Food Network started the sustainable initiative with those waste not tents in 2017, and they've been at Third Thursday ever since. So we have three Third Thursday waste not tents that are set up, and basically they support um, all of the people eating and enjoying the event in doing it sustainably so diverting um, the food into compost the recycling into recycling and trying to minimize what goes into the landfill yeah i just wanted to you to give us a starting it with square one a, mm-hmm. a, a composting 101 start you know why is com- what is composting why is it important and, and just to explain to people who, out there who, who may not know, because, you you know, there are a lot of people who don't know. And I, I must admit, I'm not an expert on it. I know it's good. <laughs> yes. But, but I don't know all the details, and I'm really eager to learn. So, and I'm sure there's people out there like me. So if you would just start at the beginning with composting, what is it, and, and why is it important, and go from there. Yes. And then we'll talk some more about the fundraising, because we want to keep repeating that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, composting is diverting food waste, um, like kitchen food scraps or any food after we eat. Plate waste. Yeah, any plate waste um, into a compost bin. And what happens there is when it goes to the landfill, um, the food kind of rots and creates emissions of greenhouse gases that we do not want that are feeding into our climate crisis. But when it goes into compost, it uh, decomposes in a way that it's um, eaten up by little bacteria. And then um, that actually is not creating emissions of the greenhouse gases and actually creates great soil for us to use for our gardens and um, nutrient-dense soil. Because all those vegetables that you're putting in the compost have a lot of nutrients, right? They have a lot of vitamins and minerals and things like that. And that's what goes into the soil when it rots. So then it creates really nutrient-dense soil, which then goes into our plants. I want to just add something about that because if you have this composting uh, from organic nutrients, Mm -hmm. you're not going to have to buy fertilizer exactly. that's a chemical mm-hmm. and yeah. the chem it's going a little bit of compare and contrast between chemical fertilizer and uh organic uh compost nutrients mm-hmm. where are you doing the composting what is it yeah, so um, Click's composting program started with uh, funding in, last year, 2022, uh, from the Connecticut Deep, and um, we kind of were looking at our internal composting program. So that looked like all our kitchen members. Click has over 35 food businesses operating, and as food service, um, about like 30% in our landfill is food waste. So as a commercial kitchen with a bunch of food businesses, we have a responsibility of making sure that that food waste is put 
into the compost. And we're, you know, our mission, a big part of our mission is sustainability. So um, making sure that that food waste that we're kind of creating, we're educating our food businesses. And so we created a composting site at Click to um, compost our kitchen members' um, food scraps and different things after service. And um, so that that composting site is at Click. So what about, what if you expand and you, you know, a great thing happens and more and more people want to compost. Is there going to be, is are they all going to be able to bring their waste to uh, click? Well. Or, or what, you know, what, what is your, what do you, how, do you of, see, how do you see the future? Yeah, I mean, a big part of that is, is funding, right? And that's why we're kind of working on the sustainable CT match um, funding because we want to expand it. And we have actually expanded it um, to the third Thursday compost waste that I was talking about with those waste not tents, that compost comes to click. And we've also expanded to a few other um, events, which this year we did Thread City Hot Fest because Willie Brew was so supportive of us, of our sustainability initiatives and had us come and do the waste aversion at Thread City Hot Fest. And out of 650 pounds of waste, um, we diverted 550 into recycling and into compost. And so 550 pounds would have gone into the landfill. So that compost came to click as well. And, um, okay, so is Click is is Click going to be at some point uh, full? Yes. Uh, is there, okay, so you're going to you're going to need some land where you can. Okay, how much uh, how much land is on the site at? Uh, do you know the acreage at? at uh, I think we're just about an acre, maybe a little bit okay, more. It's okay. not very big. No, um, it's big, but not very big. Right? Yeah, and the hope was of this first funding that we got through CT Deep was to kind of create a pilot program for a satellite site. So Click is kind of this satellite site that can take some of the compost and food waste, but then if we kind of create this pilot program that really works, we can offer that to other places in the community. There's other locations in the community that could be a composting site. So it's just about kind of showing them how to do that and then residential maybe could happen um we also have been taking compost waste from um a few other pilots so we want to expand our composting program to um, more main street businesses but right now we currently have grounded so we get about um two five gallon buckets of coffee grounds and different food waste from them every week and they've been amazing in supporting the program and then we also have been doing an opt-in program with eastern for their dorms so some of that compost waste is coming Sounds to us good. as well um and so we're taking as much as we can and we're trying to expand with the sustainable CT match campaign. Um, but eventually, yes, other parts of the town are need to get involved. So I did want to ask a little bit about, so once you have the compost waste, uh, how are you disposing of it? So right now we're taking enough to kind of give to our community gardens, but we're hoping to create like a closed loop system. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. we create the compost, um, if we're taking residential or another satellite site is taking residential, then that goes back to the residential um, gardens. So the people that are feeding into the program are then receiving it for their gardens as well. Right now we've been creating compost just enough for click for our orchard and for our, our, um, our uh, raised beds. But we're hoping more and more compost, we can kind of just close loop it to give out to the community. Yeah, that's great. I know that they have a, uh, a program in Newtown and uh, the Newtown program is residential, but the residents uh, pay for it themselves. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the things that's been kind of a problem in terms of policy from my angle is to try and make sure when we do, you know, when we do have uh, composting that uh, the disposal process is, um, is being addressed so you don't run into problems with, say, somebody throws in, mm. oh, a piece of paper. Yeah. So what happens then? So right now, that's me. I'm in there. I'm sorting that all out. And um, so that's another part of this funding is to get people to, to pay people to do this messy job. It should not be volunteers. It's hard work. Yes. And so right now we're working with volunteers, but part of this funding is to create um, stipends for um, community members to kind of do this work because it's inevitable. It's mm -hmm. going to get contaminated. And so we want to make sure um, through education to kind of avoid that, but then also in the nitty gritty of paying people to 
kind of make sure it's not happening. One of the things that was a big holdup when I looked into the policy aspect of this was that if it was uh, something that was being processed, say, by uh, not by click or having somebody as cautious as you addressing the uh, possible mistakes people make when mm -hmm. they toss things, uh, that uh, what would happen is um, you know, the actual whole, whatever it was, amount that was provided to the processor would be sent back mm. and would actually cost uh, the, let's say if it was a town, it would cost the town money, mm. which is why individuals are, are doing it right now. Yeah. And uh, why we need to try and develop, I think, some uh, technology to address uh, the the uh, people's mistakes. Uh, when they put some something in with organic waste, they also... Uh, uh, you know, uh, learn that they they shouldn't do that. So yeah, I mean, all this talk of AI, maybe <laughs> that's something. Uh, you know, if Google can find everything you're doing online, maybe they can find the garbage and separate it out too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Google, you've got your chore. Well, nothing wrong with creating jobs for people. Exactly. Jobs doing things that are really, really worthwhile for the entire world. The entire world community and local community mm -hmm. so that you know that i i can see that happening if it becomes uh you know as successful as you as you hope and i think uh you know some of the things that are happening now in the world that, that are attributable to a global warming uh should um, you know motivate people and you know i know the younger generations are more motivated than say my generation although we you know we came out of the 60s we were you know, we were fighting for things too, and we were fighting against the Vietnam War and whatnot, and, and fighting for you know equity for uh, everybody, just like we're still trying to do today. Only it's a lot tougher mm. because when we came out of World War II, uh, this this the economy in the U.S. was just amazing because the, the economy in the U.S. was the only economy that was really functioning in the worst in in the world mm. because the the war was fought everywhere else, and I think a lot of people. Uh, my generation are spoiled by that, and they can't they can't believe that you know our prices are so high today, and mm -hmm. you know but 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 you know we also have much better health care, we have you know more uh, better um, uh, rights for women, you know so-called minorities, and you know everybody, you know us white males are not totally in control anymore. It's <laughs> a good thing. Uh, I agree mm. with that. It's a, it's a great thing. I've gotten most of my best ideas from people who are not white males, frankly, yeah. but, but mostly women of every ethnicity, of every ethnicity. Well, women tend, tend to be more uh, progressive yeah. as a group and, yeah. and more interested Thank in mm -hmm. programs like this and, and, you know, saving, saving the world and trying to do something about making sure that, you know, it doesn't end in well, 25 years. Well, let me just say something about that as well. Because oh, you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna take, you're gonna take <laughs> the floor. All right, go ahead. It's okay with you. This happens all the time. As, as a woman. As a woman. Okay. okay I said my thing as a man. No, I, I, I can, just want to. So, I can so go to the men's what, room now. What, and I'll be back one of the things that one of the things that we're struggling with right now is the shutdown of the uh, waste energy facility in Hartford. Mm -hmm. yes. And so they're what they're doing is they're transporting uh, the waste out of state. And that is uh, costly, and it's uh, something that isn't good for the environment at all. But one of the things that we all hope that, uh, that will uh, help out with this is the fact that the organic waste will be removed from the waste stream yeah. and that we won't have as much uh, to, to deal with in terms of uh, waste, actual trash, that can't be recycled. Mm -hmm. And uh, so tell us a little bit about, in terms of the impact for the sustainability uh, that we that how this will work in terms of our policy and why we should try and move this forward and give a donation to your organization as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, as I said, we want our food waste. It's about 40% of our landfill is food waste and food packaging. So that's another piece that's huge is the food packaging, what we're putting it in. Um, and so uh, Click works um, with, creating um, a bulk program for compostable products. So we purchase compostable products, um, which are those paper goods and things that um, food goes in at Third Thursday, at um, Thread City Hop Fest and things like that. And the biggest um, 
barrier to purchasing for food vendors for purchasing those compostable products is cost. And so if we can purchase them in bulk because we have a, an account that can, then we can distribute that to our food vendors so that they can use compostable products. And then um, also just educating about food waste, right? Like, um, how much you're purchasing. Click does a lot of stuff just on a financial um, perspective with our food businesses to try to not get them to purchase too much. Um, and so reducing what we are purchasing because, again, another um, thing is just in our homes, 40% of our trash is our food waste of what we're purchasing. Um, so if we can kind of support when we actually get the food, I mean, you know, there's a lot of waste that's happening just getting it to us um, but if we can support where it's going once we have it and how much we're purchasing that's going to make a huge difference in just educating our community about food waste and where it's going and just being more aware of food and where it's going so in terms of the cost i mean one of the things that you're doing uh and was put in the in the chronicle mm -hmm. is that because you want to expand composting which will save everybody money in the long run uh, and it'll save the environment as well you're raising money for that. Tell us, how do we donate the money? Yeah, so um, you can find it on clickwillamantic.com. You can find it um, on our Facebook page or our Instagram, clickwillie, clickwillamantic. Um, it's the patron city um, is our uh, link. And you can also find it... Um, it was... <laughs> sorry. I think it was um, the waste... Click patroncity.com and the community composting, Willamette Community Composting Program. Wonderful. And so one of the other things is uh, how are we going to maybe connect with UConn at this point? We're, you're connected with Eastern now. Mm -hmm. Can we get UConn? And, and what about the other communities that might be uh, interested in doing this? Yeah, so right now, um, because these big... Um, universities they are required to compost oh, um good to know yeah so there are composting it's a little different it's going to because they can create such large amounts right they're able to and they have the financial overhead to get it hauled mm -hmm. there is um, a location i believe it's in southington um that takes it and creates um i think like a biofuel or something mm -hmm. like yes, that. Yes, yes. Um, and so that that waste is going there. Um, but then, so they are kind of doing their part in that. But I think we need to bring it locally. Yes. Um, and I think it needs to be more local because someone like a resident or a food business or anything like that, they can't pay those fees to get it hauled and they're not creating enough um, mass of food waste to get it hauled so it doesn't make sense so in our local area we just don't have the option and that's kind of why click created this pilot program to create a satellite site um but i think you know i know casella is moving towards that direction and Great. they have food waste initiatives that are going on and so we're kind of just communicating with them a lot they know what we're doing um and they're supporting us in that um, until they kind of figure out how they're going to do it locally. Well, one other thing that I wanted to uh, mention is that, as I mentioned earlier, is that uh, Representative Foster, who is in the Elling represents Ellington, mm -hmm. uh, went and we did the she did the composting with the farm uh, waste, which is organic. Yeah. And uh, she is generating in farms now uh, an opportunity to generate uh, you know energy from that. And I didn't know if, because you're connected with farms with Click to bring the, bring the food to Click, and create these businesses for food, that you had been uh, connected also with the sustaining the sustainable energy side as well for the composting waste. Um, yeah, so farms do a great job of composting. Um, and so I think just supporting the farms in composting um, is the best best thing um, because they're they have an some have animals and that's actually the better way than even composting is to feed it to the animals and then the next um, you know way down is to bring it to the compost and um, yeah I think just policy supporting farms to compost on site is kind of the best direction to go. I wish that Click could take all the compost <laughs> but even internally at Click um, we have food businesses 
and farms. And I have been noticing that they're communicating. And for example, our Red Lion Burger had some extra buns that had been outdated. They gave it to Good Farm, who has pigs. And there's kind of this connectivity that's Wonderful. happening at Whoa, Click. That's um, great. Yeah. And that's how we're kind of a cooperative. You know, we're really communicating nice. with each other. Um, and yeah, I think it's really important for farms to compost, and I know they are all on board. Um, and so policy supporting that is, is really important. Excellent. It's almost time for our mid, mid, mid-show break, but I just wanted to say you mentioned Casella. I was thinking about yeah. that. Because, uh, you know, for years when, you know, DeVivos ran the Willimantic mm-hmm. Waste, our, Tom is our next-door neighbor, and uh, he's also our mayor. And, uh, you know, we, we started, uh, you know, separating... That must have been 20, 25 years ago now. Oh, when I chaired the Mid-Northeast Recycling Operating Committee. That's right. You were, <laughs> you were, I'm taking your story again. 1989. I didn't do, any, I didn't do anything. I was made the chairman. I, I was aware of it. And, 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 I, and I recycled. And then, and, had, but anyway, he, we he started. We had a mid rock song he you know, would sing before bins. I go to the meetings. There we go. We have two bins, one for one for recycling and one for everything else, so-called trash. Now, why, why, why couldn't we do it with three bins? And you know, Casella does does it un- under contract with the town. Yep. And so, so you know, in Mansfield, I don't think they have that. I think I was town attorney in Mansfield for several years, and I think they a lot of people hire their own uh, haulers, individual homes and stuff like that. For all waste or compost? For uh, all, I thought everything. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Casella is pretty pretty prominent in in, in Mansfield now. Okay, yep. this is I haven't been. Town attorney there for ten ten years now. Yeah. So, but 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 I was surprised to learn when I was up there, never had any dealings with them legally. But uh, I was surprised to learn that it wasn't, you know, a uniform system, with a with a with a vendor and you know everybody had the same vendor. Yeah. Which I think is much better yeah. as long as you're not you know, you're getting a good price. Yeah. As long as the town's not getting ripped off. I also know that um, the town dump in Mansfield does. Um, take food waste and so they have a food waste for Mansfield residents yeah um, but we don't have that in in Willimantic in Wyndham um, well we'll have to talk to uh, well you know why why again because there's nobody here to hire to make sure that it's all just food waste you right. have to make sure it's all food waste so yeah. until you're ca- ready to get that taken care of yeah here it, it's the the cost to our town Mm-hmm. is going to be a problem and Mansfield doesn't have the financial problems that no, we have. No, 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 absolutely. They don't. No, okay. They don't. Okay, so so that's what you're saying. When you when you say that, you have to really understand where we are. Well I'm just brainstorming. <laughs> well, you didn't listen to what I said before about making sure that the waste I didn't is listen. clear. Come on, I listened to you. <laughs> Chelsea was saying how she's been she's been making sure that it's clear for yes. click. And right. you've been doing that work. Right. Our our producer Matt Rupar is giving me the <laughs> Fish eye and saying it's time for our mid mid show break, so our sponsors can be recognized, and we certainly appreciate our sponsors. And you know, I want to name, of course, Gates, the Gates. Uh, Absolutely, They're yeah, great. The, the two Gates uh, organizations here in, locally and all over, actually, East, uh, Northeast Connecticut. Uh, Gates has sponsored our show now for twenty years or more. Wow! And and yeah, and you know, keeps us on the air, having great shows and great guests like Chelsea Charrier <laughs> from Click. And we'll be right back with Chelsea Charrier and Susan Johnson and Matt Rupar and maybe a little Dennis O'Brien after this oh, word. I think we'll get a sponsors. lot of Dennis, too. <laughs> okay. We're still being uh, taped, and this goes on cable access. Okay. So we're going to have this on cable access probably in a week or two. I don't know when, it, when our show's Probably two. two we, yeah. we, can, yeah. we can figure it out, and we can try to get you a... If you if you oh, like we'll it, it we send it we send a podcast to her. You do? Yes, Great. I send it oh every week. Okay. And, and Matt sends them to me, and I send them to our guest. Oh, Perfect. you send the, the the audio. Well, the podcast. Yes, yeah, the audio. It's not the. Uh, not the video. Not the video. It's the a video we have to get from Mike Sweet. We have to okay, we have well, to talk him into it. Oh, he wants to stream, so that's another issue altogether. Yeah, that's right. That's that. We're <laughs> yeah, still working on that. We're still working on. Streaming. We're still working on it after twenty years. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, streaming has only been around for about five. Five. Yeah. Okay. So you know, <laughs> we've only been interested st- in streaming for about a year. I stand. Hey, I think that's fair. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. <laughs> anyway, one of the technology. things I'd like you to do is to talk a little bit more about, um, you know, your 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 job and also about. Um, 
a click in general. Okay. Because you're 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 focused on uh, composting, and that's cool. And we we, we want to get back to that. And we certainly want to get back to the fundraising uh, part, which is really important. It's one of the reasons why you're here. Yeah. Is to is to, is to try to raise some money, but it's also to educate the community. But in any event, um, is there is there a way that people can donate when they come to Third Thursday at a booth or something? So I mean that that's one thing you could do. Yeah, so this last third Thursday, which is next week, August 17th, is our last day. Um, Friday the 18th is the last day of the Sustainable CT match. Oh, yeah, right. And so at all our Waste Not Tents, we'll be having okay, we a wanna, donation. We want to hammer that the next you half it. of the show. Okay, because that's, that's good. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of people go there and a lot of people are... yeah. Probably supportive of what you're doing. Oh, there you go. Everybody wants to do this. It's just a question of how can we do it so mm -hmm. that we don't uh, cost a fortune and have all this stuff sent back. Because I don't know how Mansfield is doing it. Uh, and I don't In know. In the dump, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they're doing it at all. Um, and uh, like I said, Newtown has the project where people do it. Is that the it. one that peels for wheels? Is I, that the one they go on the in, bike? In Newtown. Or is that New Britain? There's no, one. That might be New Britain. Newtown. They mm. have their own contract. My hometown. Okay. So they, I think the, the, I think the contractors are. They were found by the town, but the people separately contract individually so that they can do sustainable organic waste. Uh, with their own contractor, but the, I think the town found the contractor for them, but they don't they don't actually do the work the people okay. do because the town doesn't want to be responsible for the mistakes. Yep, that makes sense. They don't want to pay for it either. Responsible liability. Hey, something yeah. just I mean, happened. Willie is composting their leaf waste, so yeah. that is happening, oh. and there is land, so there is opportunity for food waste well, to we, happen there. It's just we, public works. We have been doing that since I headed near, mid Newark. Yeah, and that's a great first step. Mid-Nirak is. Mid-Nirak in 1989. She, she knows what mid is? No, I don't. Uh-oh. Well, she, she made out like she did. I said, yeah, she knows. I heard 1989. I remember when she started that. I, she, I said, what is mid -Nirak? What is this baloney? Hey, hey, hey. It's mid a mid-Northeast recycling it, No, it's great. Okay. They take we all created the first hazardous waste. Hassel Chemical Collection Facility. In it's open between in April and November. Uh, of course, we don't have it open uh, in uh, from November to April because it's hazardous to take hazardous waste in your car. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's what we did. Oh. We did that. Uh, we also renovated the transfer station and we created all the recycling rules, which I think have been changed since I was yeah. doing that. It was between 1989 and 1992. I think so. I, I chaired that. Right. I hope so. Was but it single stream then? No, no, yeah. no, no. We separated everything out, and that's that's the other thing. Now, because of the confusion for single stream, they wanted to get more recycling, and so they put everything together. And now everybody's tossing whatever in the stuff, exactly. and it's making everything confused. And that's another problem. So there's no discipline in recycling. We need to reinstitute the discipline in recycling. Yes, that's for what even we're education. here for. That's <laughs> like, what we're doing. Discipline. discipline. One of the things and that click is, click is like a university. It's like teaches people about all kinds of <laughs> great things. And uh, Chelsea's here to t uh, talk about uh, composting, but there's lots of other things that Click yeah, does in the way of teaching, well, well, uh, as generating small businesses and whatnot. But I want to say one thing: she is the first person to ever come on this show in 20 years and mention New Britain before I do. <laughs> I don't know if it's New Britain. I get, I get, I get complaints. About I shouldn't. I should. How I talk about New Britain too much? That's where I, grew. From, yeah, I was born Britain. and raised there. Two, one. <clears throat> Welcome back, everyone. This is Susan Johnson. I'm here with my co-host Dennis O'Brien and our very special guest. And where am I? Where, where was I born, Susan? <laughs> You're interrupting me. New guys. Britain, Connecticut. <laughs> New Britain, our very special guest, <laughs> Chelsea Chaudier, and uh, from Click. And uh, this is our community, uh, community licensed kitchen, and uh, they are doing wonderful work with making sure. Uh, they have opportunities for people who want to get involved in restaurants and in that business. Uh, they can generate all kinds of different food products. But they're also now looking at creating a more uh, sustainability with respect to organic waste and composting. And this is very exciting, and they're raising money. And so tell us again, uh, Chelsea, how you're raising that money. 
Yeah, so uh, Sustainable CT has a match campaign going on, and they're matching 1.5 to every dollar that we raise. And this funding is to provide stipends for training our community members who will be educating and servicing our program. Um, we want to purchase equipment um, for just creating a more easy, better composting program, and also just community education and training and education for waste aversion services for our community. That's fabulous. And the other thing that you know, I wanted to check in with you on is the fact that um, you're going to be at Third Thursday. We were just talking about it, right, Dennis? Yeah, yeah right. Yep. And uh, you're going to be collecting some something. money. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so um, this uh, Sustainable CT Match campaign is over on August 18th, which is this coming, a week from today, this coming Friday. And so at Third Thursday, our Waste Not Tents, there's three um, that are located in the middle of Main Street during Third Thursday. And at every one of those Waste Not Tents, we will be accepting donations through a QR code or um, monetary money donations um, to kind of help uh, raise and um, as much as we can until that Friday deadline. And I know you're very devoted to the idea of composting, and you're actually involved in uh, making sure that the composting waste that is uh, collected on Third Thursday mm -hmm. is actually done properly, because sometimes people don't watch where they put their waste products, and they mix it in with a composting. Tell us a little bit about what you have to go through to get rid of that. Yes, it is messy work. We are you know, shoulder, knee deep in trash, trying to sort it and make sure it's not contaminated. And at every Waste Not Tent at Third Thursday and other community events that have our Waste Not Tents, um, we have community advocates that are volunteering right now um, to kind of make sure that all that food waste uh, is going in the composting and the recyclings, getting recycled properly, and to kind of eliminate what's going into our landfill. And right now they're volunteers, and this funding is going to help pay those people because it's messy work, um, it's hard work, and those people should be supported um, so that they want to keep doing it because this is really important work. And we want to be able to educate everybody to make sure that if they do start to do the composting, as we all hope we will be doing soon, mm -hmm. uh, that we do not make mistakes when we throw things away. That we put the composting, only the composting organic food, just your food, goes in that composting pile. And then you only put your recycling in the recycling bin and then the, finally the trash. And this is going to save us a lot of money in the long run. Yes. But it's going to be very, 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 very hard to start because people have a hard time remembering what to do because look just I remember back in the day when I was chairing the North Mid Northeast Recycling Operating Committee and also the Utilities Committee and I was in charge of all the garbage and uh, and so what I did is I just wanted to make sure everybody knew exactly what they should be doing mm -hmm. and how they should be so source separating the stuff out not putting any dirty cardboard in with yes. the clean cardboard all these things are very, very important. Mm -hmm. And uh, we really need to make sure that we reinstitute some educational programs, maybe even go through the school system and drop yes. off some of this material starting in kindergarten so the kid, little ones, will know as they grow up what they need to do because it's really important for us to keep the stuff source separated. Saves a lot of money and time. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's something that uh, if we're going to go to a uh, sustainable, organic uh, you know, composting, then we're going to really have to be uh, spot on in terms of our understanding of what we're doing. Absolutely. We're creatures of habit, right? So yes. starting in the schools is, is the best place to start because um, starting it early and making sure people have those habits is really important. And speaking of schools, <laughs> I want to do the farm to school program. Tell us uh, how that's going. And I love that. We were talking about it just uh, the beginning of this week. I was with Governor Lamont and we were talking about farm to school assistance in terms of uh, the uh, idea of how we're uh, going to give uh, more money for school lunches and breakfasts and that sort of thing. So give us a little bit of a heads up on what's going on with that. Yeah, so um, the Farm to School Collaborative is um, working to make sure that um, it's connecting people to policy and making sure that state agencies, nonprofits, and professional organizations support the Farm to School um, initiatives across Connecticut. Um, so we're a part of that Farm to School Collaborative where a lot of that policy is happening, um, a lot of talking to our representatives, talking to our um, government officials about the importance of farm 
to school um, initiatives. Um, Click, personally, we just received a Food Vision Prize from um, the, um, from which was from the Henry P. Kendall Foundation, um, and that's in partnership with EastCon. And EastCon has a lot of different schools in our in our state and in our region. And so that's our first partnership to um, to start buying local and distributing local produce into those schools, um, which will be kind of our first foot in the door to that farm to school initiative for what? Click. Yeah, that's excellent. What about the agricultural program at uh, E.S. Smith? Are you connected with them as well? I, I know that they have an agricultural uh, tech school there. And, uh, you know, a lot of the, they come before us, uh, I'm on the education committee at the Capitol, and so they come before us, talk about, you know, what they're doing. I know that they do have uh, an economics aspect to that. And actually, my cousin is an agricultural economist. But, uh, you know, those are, I mean, there's there's a direct line to how this all fits in with the economy as well. Yeah, absolutely. I um, I went to E.O. Smith, so I had a lot of friends that were in the ag program. Uh-huh. I am not familiar with currently what they have going on, but that's obviously a place that we should connect to. Um, I do know Wyndham Community Food Network um, is, supports their um, gardening program as they grow um plants and things like that, Wyndham Community Food Network rescues those plants at the end of their plant sales to then distribute at veggie stock for free to people in the community. That's fabulous. Very, very good. So I, <laughs> I just, I, I do think that the farm to school and then of course, uh, clicks food vision prize mm-hmm. in partnership with, uh, Eastern, Eastern, East cons, uh, farm to school collaborative and you mentioned a little bit about that but maybe you could go into a little bit more detail yeah so we received a two hundred thousand dollar prize um to expand our processing capabilities so we're actually um starting construction of a processing kitchen this processing kitchen um, will be at our organization to help farmers um, local farmers support local food to students in Connecticut. Um, Basically, you know, in Connecticut or in the northeastern part of Connecticut, we have a lot of small, mid-sized farms, but one farm can't um, meet the needs of a school. So what Click is doing is bringing several local small farms together as a point, single point of aggregation of, uh, to procure um, local produce from all these small farms. So then they do, they do have access to that market of schools. Um, So altogether, if we bring five or six farms together, they can supply that thousand pounds of carrots that that school might need as opposed to one farm that wouldn't be able to do that so clicks kind of asking acting as that aggregator that food hub um, where all the local farms can bring their produce to then expand their markets into institutions hospitals schools and things like that I'm psyched. I'm really psyched to hear that because one of the things when Click first started was one of my hopes that this this would be a direction. And I did talk to Phoebe about it back in the day because uh, one of the things that they do in upstate New York is they have uh, their their agricultural programs in upstate New York go to their uh, their university systems. So they are able to supply food to their university system so they don't uh, they support their local agriculture. They don't buy from out of the area. Mm-hmm. And it's a good way. I mean, it's, it's right now in Connecticut, it's a $6 billion business. And uh, one of the things that scares me is the fact that uh, in this state, we only keep a three-day supply of food. Mm-hmm. And so if we ran into supply uh, chain problems mm-hmm. or some type of disaster, that that would be it. So making sure we sustain our agriculture here, keep it going, keep it growing. (laughs) No pun intended, but I guess there was a (laughs) pun there. (laughs) Growing, get it? (laughs) Well, we saw that during COVID, right? That supply chain. Yes, we did. And And we're still seeing it, right? Yeah, and I I think that's where people started to understand the – not that everybody didn't, but it was hard to get people on board with Click and understand what we were really doing. And that's supporting the local food system and supporting a local, just, sustainable food system. And so that looks like supporting our local farmers so that um, our food isn't coming from so far away – 
not only is that terrible for the environment and, you know, loses nutrient density and amongst a million other things, but it's also like, then we don't have it. You know, I don't know if you remember during COVID, but the chicken was gone. Right. And so we had people calling click and saying, do you know any farmers with chicken? And that's where things started to click, no pun intended, um, where people started to understand that local (laughs) supply chain. Um, And that's kind of the direction that we've been moving in um, Mm -hmm. as supporting farmers and becoming that single point of aggregation for many small local farms. I think that given the uniqueness of what you do at Click, all of you, (laughs) not just what you're doing as a, you know, your specialist, um, but you, you know, you're familiar with everything they do, but you specialize in certain things. And right now, you're focused on composting, and you're focused on the next third Thursday, yeah. and trying to raise some money so that we can support people who are helping to uh, compost and take, uh, you know, food scraps out of the out of the waste stream, and and use it for something useful, like uh, you know, fertilizer or something, or yeah. you know, and 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 uh, you know. I think Click is doing so much, but Click is also uh, so unique that um, one of the challenges you face is getting the general public to understand what you're doing and how you are benefit- benefiting the entire you know regional community. Food economy, yeah. And the food economy, the regional community. You're you're, you're trying to head off uh, you know the effects of uh, global warming. <laughs> you know you're trying to limit it, and it is dangerous. And it is you know I'm just worried about. All these hurricanes they're predicting are going to be happening here, mm. and I hope it isn't true. But you know, the waters—I can't believe how warm the waters are getting in certain places in the world. It's really scary. It's just not—it's—it's it's extraordinary, and uh, we're losing control of it. And we really need to to work on all different kinds of ways to uh, to limit it. And one way is composting. Yeah. And Click has got all kinds of great ideas, and I think Click really is some. You know, I'd like to have. Uh, you and others from Click mm-hmm. on the show again to continue to uh, publicize uh, the great things you're doing uh, for the betterment of uh, everybody. So Thank that you. is something that uh, I would say is uh, public relations is a real important part of what you do. So I'm hoping that everybody who's listening will tell all their friends and relatives and even people who are not their friends, acquaintances or whatever, to go to third Thursday, mm-hmm. next Thursday, that would be, what, the August 17th. Correct. And look for the uh, one of those three uh, waste tents. Yeah. Waste tents. And bring your wallet. And, <laughs> and make a donation. Or your phone. <laughs> right. Well, can you take a credit card? Uh? We have a QR code through Patron City. Okay. Um, and you can scan the QR, QR uh, code at any waste not tent. Okay, that's great. So come to, uh, come to third Thursday and make a donation. To click because they're doing great things to help you and to save our world and um you know every little bit counts every little bit counts exactly. it's a tough problem and we're going to have to attack it from many different angles and this is just one but you know you can't just rely on somebody else to do it it's yeah. up to you it's up to all of us so please uh, cooperate please help click and um Please help the composting uh, effort that they're making, and you can do that next Thursday, at third Thursday from six to six p.m. to nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you can show up a little early. I don't know, <laughs> or stay a little late. But those are the main hours, six to nine p.m. Right down here on Main Street. It's a great event, great music, great people. Get a chance to see people you haven't seen in a while, and do some good. Yeah. You, you can also donate on patroncity.com slash Willimantic Composting Initiative, and um, that's where you'll find all the information about our Sustainable CT campaign match. Fantastic. Very Fantastic. excellent. Very, very good. This is, a, this is great. This is such great information, and it is something that's on my plate uh, to uh, try and uh, work on with respect to policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is going to have the ground. You have to have the base first, and you're creating the base for the policy. Yeah, or at least you a can't... pilot program or an idea to show mm-hmm. people how to do it. Yeah. And I think it's important. Um, it can be really overwhelming to people, climate yes, change. Yes. Um, but you have to start somewhere, and yep. even a little bit makes a difference of course and just thinking that we would be able to have a better uh, 
fertilizer using compost instead of something that's chemically created. Mm -hmm. uh, really, and it'll be used here locally in agriculture that's grown here locally. That kind of, uh, those kinds of concepts, it makes, to begin with, I mean, eating food that is processed and grown here locally yep. actually reduces your uh, susceptibility to allergies mm -hmm. because you have the resistance in your system uh, from the food that you eat locally uh, instead of something from far away that you don't ever get the little like types of pollen and those yeah. kinds of things. So you get honey. that <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Local honey. You get all the local uh, things that create the resistance, so you limit your allergies. So you might be reducing, uh, you know, any kind of medication you'd be taking for allergies if you start eating everything from local, locally grown. And the more locally grown foods we have and locally made composting, the better off we'll all be because we'll really uh, be able to be healthier because we won't have as many medications trying to get rid of the allergies. Yeah. And I come from a nutrition background. Oh, great. And, um, <laughs> you know, our soil is devoid of nutrients and minerals yes. these days. And so when we use our compost, that puts nutrients and minerals back into our soil, which then puts it back into our plants that we're eating. And then that helps us so much. It's so. fantastic. It, that whole cycle gets free birth exactly. again and that is really what we have to be able to do uh, because you know it's going to be it's going to be great to be able to use locally created compost for your gardens and for agriculture for our farms mm -hmm. all these and, and the farms are using it and yes, some for that for their work mm -hmm. but also they're generating electricity uh, with some of it mm -hmm. and so it's just going to be you know, it's, we're moving in the correct direction. We need to understand what more stuff to do. It's uh, it's it's kind of a big education problem. It is. It's a new way of life. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is a new way of life for a lot of people, but it is a common sense uh, notion mm. in general and, and specifically. And uh, we really need to do it and really need to do a lot of things like it if we're going to, if this world is going to last another X number of years because yeah. it is getting scary. It is. It is. If you're not worried about it, you ought to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. I'm not here to scare people, but you know, you know, look, look what hap Look what's happening in Maui. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, you know, look, look at the Canadian fires. You uh, know that we've been affected long. by. All yeah, summer right. Long. I mean, yeah. what you know, what is going on? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, hurricane. A lot of hurricanes are predicted, and we need to. Everybody needs to do their part. It just can't be done. But you can't rely on the government. Can't rely on the private sector. You know, every individual needs to play a role. Everybody, the government, mm -hmm. the businesses, everybody. And uh, it all starts with you. Yeah. And, you know, the Americans have been, uh, have been really, really good at adjusting to real uh, difficulties. And now we're really being challenged again. And we have to pull together yeah. and, and, and do it right. I want to add one more thing. And that is, <laughs> this is how our... Our great grandparents used to live, yeah. right? They had my grandparents had farms. They didn't have much in the way of waste. Mm -hmm. It was everything was recycled and redone. Their gardening, everything was uh, composted and, and done over. It wasn't like uh, this, all this stuff. We've had we've had kind of a luxury. We've been treated like little kings and queens, having all our stuff picked up for us. Yes. <laughs> and and you know we've got to get back to who we are, back to nature, back to how things work. And, uh, and, and that, those kinds of sensibilities will really carry us uh, quite far. Yeah, I think following the way of our farms, our local farms, yes. because they do it right. They live off the land and yep. um, they honor the land. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's really important <laughs> to follow the way of the farms. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, well, my mother grew up on a farm in New Britain, and I'll tell you what, it wasn't a commercial farm. Yeah. It was, it was just a family farm. Yeah. Yes. They just did their own thing, and uh, yeah. that's what people did. And, you know, we're pretty far removed from that now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we really need to start thinking about that and going in that direction. That's a really good point made by both Susan Johnson and Chelsea Charrier. And uh, we're, we're going to be winding up pretty soon. Any <laughs> final words of, of wisdom for our audience, Chelsea? Yeah, I hope I see you all at Third Thursday. Um, it's our second to last. September is the final. So visit us at the Waste Not Tent if um, you want to learn more about the composting program that we're doing and if you want to donate to our Sustainable CT Match Fund um, to kind of keep doing this for the community. 
I want to just thank you, Chelsea, so much for being on the show. And thanks to Click for all the amazing work they've been doing. Uh, this is Susan Johnson. I'm here with Dennis O'Brien. And thank you again, Chelsea, for being on the show. And we hope to have people from Click and you back, uh, Chelsea, at another show to tell us about the progress for composting. Yes. See you next week, everyone. Thank you for having me.